a parent of two young kids, mm -hmm. many times it's tempting to settle. Like, you know, uh, we, you know, meet, have kind of conversation, we've had a Bible study, okay, mm -hmm. like, golly, all right. Okay, that, that's enough for the week. But I think there's so much more uh, when we kind of pull back and see this broader vista of God's kingdom. Right. What does it really mean? And how then, you know, my little life and how my little family is part of this right, bigger right. thing. So this is the first of uh, many conversations that we will be having with our pastors, our staff, and mm. maybe eventually even with our church members. So with me today, and, and, of, and of course some of you may know that I've always wanted to be uh, a, like a host of a show, of my own show. So this is like a dream come true. I'm here with one of our pastors, Janice. And, and we'll be talking about you know, her life, talking a, a, about, of course, church and, uh, and different topics. We may just go for about half an hour or so. All right, so maybe for a start, Jen, you've been with the city for how long? I think coming to two years. To two Come years. April, yeah. It'll be two years. For two years. And mm. of course, we've heard you preach and uh, we hear bits and pieces of your story. Uh, I'm curious. I just want to know, like, you know, uh, have you always felt called to be a pastor, or what's your thinking around this calling, pastoral ministry? How would you, uh, how would you, think about these things? Um, interestingly, the way that I came to give my life to God was um, on a mission ship, and it was like an all-in-one for me mm. because. Um, I grew up in church, and then I felt really disconnected. And um, so I kind of, you know, wandered um, physically and uh, spiritually for some time. Until when I was about 18 and on that mission ship, and I signed up just because I love mm. learning about cultures, mm -hmm. um, not really for the mission. So joined as a volunteer, and on that ship was when I encountered God. So uh, when I gave my life to God, in one, like you know, in one fell swoop, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It was also me committing my life purpose altogether. Mm -hmm. um, so, uh, at that point, I don't think I understood what like ministry or pastoral ministry mm -hmm. meant. Um, it was all new to me. Uh, but I know that I gave my life, and I said, I'll, I'll serve you for mm -hmm. the rest of my life. So it was later on when I finished college that um, then there was an invitation from my home church um, to join staff mm -hmm. uh, for the purpose of, uh, I guess, getting trained for ministry. Um, so looking back, I don't think I knew at the time. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really on the job for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I, and I love that experience. I'm very thankful for that. It was on the job. It was not like a, uh, you need to know stuff, then only you can do. Mm -hmm. um, so I find that experience really um, precious. So my understanding, I think, of um, calling um, is everyone is in full-time ministry. Um, yep. uh, it, it, some of us are in pastoral ministry. Some of us are in ministry of business, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Um, generating wealth. Um, so just an example of the way that I think vocationally 
we all are meant to do God's will mm -hmm. with our work. Um, but our work uh, or our employment, our job is not all of our vocation. Right. Um, our vocation in, involves who we are and then what we do. And, and I think that um, a pastor can also uh, not remain a pastor, you mm -hmm. know, always. Uh, so long as I think the faithfulness to the overall vocation and what God's will is mm -hmm. for, for my life is to be part of mission, um, of God's mission in the world. And that can look very different for different people. And through seasons, it changes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's my understanding. Okay, so, so what you're saying is that uh, in this season, your, your vocation can be a full-time pastor and then uh, you know, the season might change and you're still full-time ministry but you might be a fashion consultant, for example. Yes, and that, that is and, an example, yes. <laughs> and Not really likely, but... And, <laughs> and that doesn't make you any less call. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And uh, so what brought you... So, okay, so you were trained for ministry and so is being involved in full-time vocational ministry uh, something that you know you look forward to when you were younger and something that you believe you would be doing for a long time or yeah I think so at that point when I said to God I want mm. to give you my life my heart um, from that it was just um, I was just really serious all the way okay was, there was no turning back um, I think it's just an ongoing committal yeah. Um, periodically kind of reaffirming that call and, off, uh, and there have been many times when I felt sort of like challenged by God um, how about this, how about this mm -hmm. and I feel like there's that progressive kind of right. feeling called right. uh, as well as that like one point Right, right Yeah, yeah answer good. your question Yeah, yeah, yeah Well, it is a journey, right? So, yeah. you know, you yeah. are journeying with God and you know, it's a bit like my life. Right? So I didn't, I didn't plan to be in full-time vocational ministry when I was 17. You know, but like you, what I felt was, you know, God, you appointed my life. Mm. You know, and of yeah. course, in the bus one day, most of us know this story. I heard uh, an almost audible voice. Saying I haven't heard the story. That you, know, you <laughs> was that uh, that you will serve me, and so I said, okay, God, for 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 the rest of my life, I'll serve you. Not knowing what that meant. Yeah. I don't think it's it's a commitment to full-time ministry as much as it's a commitment to lay my him. life down to whatever God wants me uh, yeah. to do, you know? And yeah. And it's not static. It's not static. Yeah. Uh, but of course, being younger in those days, I, th I thought that meant serving God full-time within a church, mm. you know? Uh, and then one thing led to another. I, I became a full-time volunteer that wasn't paid for a few months. Then they paid me for... I know uh, they paid me a, a little bit going forward. I was driving the van, I was cleaning the toilet, I was replacing light bulbs, you know, and and uh, then I discovered young people, and I became the youth pastor, and and one thing led to another. So there wasn't a like, plan for me to full time mm. ministry, and yeah. even planting this church, you know, wasn't planned, right? mm. but was was me hearing God and obeying Him right along the way. So I think that's mm. what you. Man, uh, that each step of the way you were listening and obeying, I think it's that rhythm. Yeah. Uh, ministry is very, very broad. Yes. Right. So, yeah. what area of ministry do you feel you are called to? Of course, as a full-time staff, you have to do many things. All right, planning, organizing. But if 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 we can zoom in, 
you know, uh, to, to an area of ministry that you really felt called to by God? What would that, what would that be? Oh, that's so tough. Um, mm. So broad. Um, an area of passion. I guess an area of passion would be to grow and journey with small groups of people mm. or teams. Um, in seeing how people um, become a team mm -hmm. and also come into their own through the process. Okay. I think that really excites me. Um, just to see people really become or finally discover their potential, their passion. Okay. Um, and then encouraging each other. Is yeah. there a story you, you have to illustrate that? From, from your years of uh, vocational ministry? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, well, I was involved for many years in youth ministry. Mm -hmm. um, I think uh, my journey with um, the youth leaders uh, was where I really learned um, life lessons about mm -hmm. you know, following Jesus and uh, being who we are. Uh, and so I remember um, times, I guess, not one significant particular moment, but like significant moments is when we would just sit um, as a team, mm. uh, as a youth leaders team, and just talk about dreams and people um, just really uttering dreams that surprises even me. And, and I love that because I think growing up, uh, maybe not just me, but a lot of our experiences, um, we're not very vocal about our dreams, or mm -hmm. we're, you know, we're shy about uh, what we're passionate about, or for fear as though like if we make it known, then like what if I fail? But it's moments like that that really um, uh, I think significant for the team because then we hear God fueling, you know, those things, and really um, I think opening up voices um, to dare to the belief um, mm. be uh, you know in a story that is so much bigger than ourselves yeah uh, and you really sense this togetherness and unity mm -hmm. uh, and this I guess oneness in the spirit wow. uh, and I just remember these moments were really powerful um, and they're they're what the team remembers even when we think back yeah moments where you know it's God speaking through us yeah. speaking to us yeah, yeah. these are wow. great moments. so it's not just the activity but these are shared memories, right? Yeah. That you have with uh, a team of people, and you know those aha moments when you really felt God in that place in the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And and now that you're part of the city, uh, I'm sure that's how you would love for the people that you're responsible for to also experience, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want to say a bit more about that, and maybe just to encourage those who might be listening to us and you know, who are part of our church? You know, what will bring you great joy you know, uh, for the two, three hundred people that we have, you being the pastor? Yeah. Well, yeah, I would say I would love to see um, all of our life groups and also those who are not in life groups to you know, be part of one. Um, to see really, um, and I know many of us experience that in our life groups already, but like more of that and also mm -hmm. for life groups that Maybe you, you know um, you feel like you're you're struggling to you know live into this community life together. I would love to see um, really meaningful conversations um, mm. between you know members in the life group and just really encouraging each other to um, pursue the things that God has 
given to us. And, and I think there's an element of kind of like comfort and mm. um, support. Um, there's also uh, the need for an element of like, you know, um, kind of pushing each other um, to, to go further and to, to dream beyond. Right, uh, and sometimes right. we settle, um, many times we settle. I think uh, being a, 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 a parent of two young mm -hmm. kids, many times it's tempting to settle. Like, you know, uh, we, you know, meet, have kind of conversation, we've had a Bible study, okay, mm -hmm. like, call it out, right? Okay, that's, that's enough for the week. But I think there's so much more uh, when we kind of pull back and see this broader vista of God's kingdom. Right. What does it really mean? And how then, you know, my little life and how my little family is part of this right, bigger right. thing. And I think uh, just an encouragement to, um, I think, see bigger and see broader and, right. and, and I guess review the purpose of mm. being part of a, a life group community. Why are we even coming together? Is it just to survive the you know daily grind, or right, right. you know there's more? And um, how can we encourage? How can we be praying? How can we be kind of saying uncomfortable things sometimes? Mm. Um, because you know we can't always do that all together. But as life groups, that's definitely where I think the crux of daily grind happens. Right. How can we go deeper beyond and challenge each other to, um, yeah, speak into spaces, um, uh, uh, subvert you mm -hmm. know certain mm -hmm. things, um, be not just a good employee, but like what is a godlike employee, like you know, just example yeah, like yeah. that. So yeah. what? So what I'm hearing, what you are saying is, uh, is the need for one another. Mm. You know. Uh, and and that being part of your ministry, right? So it is the journeying together with a group of uh, people to help each other discover their purpose, their dreams, and and uh, and living those out together. Uh, I'm just curious. Uh, you know, I'm sure because you know, we feel this way, we think this way because we had because that's one of the that could be one of the ways God has has in a meaningful way impacted your own life as a young believer. So. Am, am I safe or am I right to, to say that was your experience growing up that you couldn't have lived the Christian life on your own? Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, I thought I could. Um, okay. So again, I grew up in church and uh, I was a, a pretty um, snarky little kid. Uh, maybe you can't see that now, but... <laughs> Um, I thought I was. I thought I was very self-sufficient, mm -hmm. very self-reliant. Um, I think it was when. So when I entered, um, uh, you know, joined the church staff and began to get a picture of uh, what life uh, in, in with church communities mm -hmm. like, um, really was sharpened in so many ways mm -hmm. with um, uh, the youth that I was with, like twenty-four-seven almost, and. Wow. Also, the colleagues, like, I mean, the fellow church staff that mm -hmm. I worked with, you know, crying together, um, uh, sharing burdens together, um, stuff that sometimes is even a struggle to share with family for various reasons. Uh, you know, I learned to um, rely on people, I learned to be a listening ear to people, mm -hmm. to, I guess, be stretched, uh, and, and I mean, until now it's a learning journey, to be stretched to, like, think about. Uh, what someone else needs as opposed to what I need, right? And wow. I think many times we become very insular that way. Right. 
uh, but I think it's that Christian community that has taught me that. And, and many times it's not even me modeling it, it's me seeing it in people older or younger than me. Uh, that really inspires me and being in close proximity with them uh, you don't even need words but you see it and like you experience it and wow. you are at the receiving end of it or wow. you just witness it being done and it's really powerful wow. so yeah. you're describing the power of community mm. and I think you're in the right job then <laughs> leading the life groups the life group leaders and all that you know, just maybe briefly for me I, as I said ministry is so broad right? so mm. I feel I'm called to the area I'm called to is really to help people believe in the way God has made them, how unique they are, and and to courageously live that out. You know, and so the backstory. So as I was listening to you, I I can't help but you know uh, remember how our life experience have shaped us. You know, uh, to to and to so that we lean into a specific area of uh, ministry. So I remember mm-hmm. as a as a young kid, and I've always been different. You know, I've, I, I love being different. I, and I always have an opinion about different things, you know. And, and because of that, my community didn't really appreciate who I was. Right. And of course, being young, you, you tend to say the wrong thing at the wrong time. Right? So it's just part of immaturity. Intention mm-hmm. is good, but right. it's misplaced you. And one of my pastors, you know, uh, will just uh, have a special maybe heart towards people and maybe towards me and so he would so he would drive me around and then in the car he would say then I believe in you and uh, then then I'll be ranting and I'll be saying oh but no one else did that la 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 and then he'll pray for me right? and then I'll leave his car feeling that I'm a stronger person and I wow. I was maybe about 15, 16 uh, around those days and I think that that was the genesis wow. you know wow. of uh this sense of belief that I have in people. Right. So, you know, as, as maybe that's how God shaped our ministry, you know, from, uh, from the experience that we have, mm. the lack that we have, the hole that was met, you know, for you is through a community. For me, could be the belief of someone else, you know, who, mm. in me, whom I even can't believe in myself because no one else believed in me, right? They were like labeling me and this and, and that. So that has in man, many ways shaped me into who I am today, right? That strong belief in, p- in people's potential and uniqueness. Mm. 